Welcome to Happily Ever After is just the beginning. Keeping your relationship not just together, but happy, and we mean truly happy, is part art and part science. You've come to the right place. Here's your host, Leslie Dorries. It's the most wonderful time of the year, or at least that's the position of one holiday song. But what if it's not? What if the holiday season is difficult for you? Is there anything you can do to make it better, short of hibernating for the entire month and hoping that it all just goes away? Well, for a very timely episode, I'm joined by Dr. Drayvon James. She is the founder of the Next Step Leadership Academy. She's a transformation specialist, inspirational speaker, radio host, life coach, and author of Freedom Is Your Birthright. Whew, I'm exhausted just by listing all the things she does. So Dr. James, thanks so much for coming on the show and talking about this very, very timely and seems to be universal challenge for people, the holidays. Yes, thank you, Leslie. Um, I am excited to be here to talk about this very important topic with you. Well, great. You know, we talk about this and you, know, you have the Hallmark commercials and you have you know, all these things, you know, and, 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 and just, it starts, it starts even before Halloween with all the Christmas music, which makes me crazy. <laughs> I take oh, my holidays one at a time, but you, so there's all this, it seems like, you know, everything just comes down to these a couple of days. And so what kind of pressure does the focus on creating that perfect holiday experience actually have on people? Oh, that's a great question. Whatever we're experiencing when it's not the holiday season, magnify that by 200, right? <laughs> People feel this intense amount of pressure to really get this insane to-do list mm -hmm. that um, it's inhuman. No one could, it could do all that. And then in the midst of that, they, uh, they are trying to force themselves into a cheery spirit. Uh, they're running on less sleep than usual. They're spending more money than usual. Maybe they're keeping later hours and you know doing all of the holiday cheer and partying more than usual, so their body's not getting rested. And they're really burning the candle at two at, at both ends, and exhausting themselves physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, missing out entirely on the beauty of the season. And they go into it with a lot of unhappiness and a lot of regret. So, okay, so here's the $64,000 question. Why do we do this to ourselves? I think it's like we have all of this buildup, right? There is so much media attention around this being, you know, the happiest time of the year. Mm -hmm. And it definitely has the potential to be that. But there's, it's almost like we live suppressed all year long and we want that this brief period of time, we're going to give all the love, we're going to experience all the love, we're going to have all the happy um, endings right now in this moment. And I think that is so overwhelming that we have this big commercial buildup in our head, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what it should be, right? And that creates tremendous stress. It's almost like we're pushing and swimming in the wrong direction. You know, we desire something to be great. We know this should be a wonderful experience, but we have not leaned into 
what really makes this time of the year special. Instead, we've bought into, and, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, shopping. I, I love to shop, obviously, <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with that part of it. It's the buying into the fact that the shopping and the the spending and the uh, all of this creates the season mm. that without it we couldn't have a season and I think that puts so much even the cooking and the you know uh we know that cooking brings people together but what the special thing about that is the people being together mm-hmm. and we tend to over index on the things that are replaceable and we sacrifice the things that are irreplaceable well and it's interesting that you mentioned that you you that if if your life if you have challenges in your life throughout the year they're only going to be magnified at this time because you know of all the additional pressure that you know, we put on ourselves or you know our our environment puts on us and you so is you know and, and everybody's trying to like make just make this one time of the year somehow more memorable as opposed to kind of going, okay, you know, we may not have had a great year or whatever. And so suddenly, you know, these, you know, the last two weeks of the year suddenly aren't going to be miraculously fantastic. So how do people let go of that, that idea that, that they have to do this in this, you know, crunch time? Yeah, I think we the first thing to do is to really get clear on what is our definition of this being a fantastic, the happiest time of year. Mm-hmm. What would make it that, right? What would really make it the happiest time of the year? And to get clear on that, I, I, I teach when I work with my coaching clients that the thing that most people are looking for is pretty much the same. We want to know that at the end of the day, no matter what kind of day we deemed it to be, that we are safe and that those that we love are safe. And that really makes it a terrific day, right? And so when we really think about the holiday season, it is really that time of saying, you know, we have had these challenges in the year and who hasn't? This has Uh been a tremendous that everyone's been living in. We've had these challenges at the end of the year and look at it in this moment right now, right? No matter if we believe this or not, it's true. Uh-huh. In this moment right now, we are safe on this day. And this is a time of rejoicing for that reason. There may be some material things that are not here. Uh-huh. And, you know, of course, we want those things to be fulfilled. However, we are really celebrating the fact that we in this space exist safely, uh-huh. safely exist, you know, and anything beyond that, anything beyond that puts a lot of stress on us to say that, oh, I can't be happy unless the tree is a 10 foot tree and it's, it's, it's decorated in such a way and that we've got all the latest technology. And well, that stress, that stress right there takes us completely away from intentional gratitude Mm, uh right it takes us it focuses it gives us a lack focus and that's where all this unhappiness comes from Uh we start focusing on lack what the media says we should have what the neighbors say we should have Uh instead of looking at oh my goodness i am really happy to have this i am well considering the year that i had (laughs) and the fact that i have this I'm pretty excited about that. Right. And yes. so 
not having that mindset is what really gets us upset. You know, it starts us to, um, again, start focusing on this lack mentality mm-hmm. and we get into this. And then for many people, you know, they'll go out and they'll try to manufacture it through overspending or right. over drinking or overeating even, you know, over partying to, mm. to sort of subdue this feeling of lack. So I love that because, you know, I, I do love the idea of that you know, if you're in, if you are focusing on what you have as opposed to what you don't have, that's definitely the, you know, one of the recipes for happiness. But so how can someone create an enjoyable holiday experience for themselves when there's pressure to spend time with family and other people who have their own ideas of how things should be like, you know, um, you know, luckily my husband and I did not run into this because our, our two families lived on opposite sides of the country. So there was no going back and forth, like, you know, but a lot of, a lot of people, you know, are, are, well, you have, you have to be here for this particular day for this particular event. And then you have to be someplace else at the same time. And it's like, okay, so we're going to defy the laws of physics because we can't be in two places at one time. How do, how do, how do we get out of that crazed mind, that, that crazed business? Oh, I, I love that you asked that question, Leslie, because I think the holidays are a great time for us that are adults to really practice our adulting, right? <laughs> and, and, and it is the most beautiful time of year for that mm-hmm. reason, it, mm-hmm. to say that here is my expression of love. Right. This is me expressing love to you. And part of the way that I express love is through self-love as well. Right. Mm. And so I can only give that which I have to give to myself. So that means to be able to set boundaries and be able to say, now, I understand. And these are just my words. Mm-hmm. I understand that love for me to be there. And I'm so excited that you've invited me. However, I want you to know that I love you and I wish you the best for the holiday season. And this is, I will not be able to attend this event. And and to be in that space of love, and I know that is adulting, you know, 2.0. Lots yes. of people struggle with that, right? But here, this is what life is, is about growing. If we were doing that dance and mm-hmm. having those problems, and let, let's use your example, you and your husband being married in, in your 20s and 30s, and we're still having that same dilemma, Mm-hmm. in our 50s and 60s, and we have to say to ourselves, where is the growth and development here? Where is, the, you know, we are challenged to grow and develop. And part of, it's beautiful, part of that leads us to our happy places. So we have to say, do I want to sacrifice mm-hmm. happiness because I'm unwilling to grow and and understand how to set boundaries? And when here's what people are never as crushed as we make it out in our mind that we, that they're going to be. What we are is saying, Oh, they're going to be so hurt because we don't want to do that hard first step is to set that boundary. But when we set that boundary in love and we'll decide, we have to prioritize. There Mm -hmm. are some events that you want to go to. You're not going to go to them all. Right. And maybe you do have an, you know, even odd year. We do this on this even year, that on that odd year. And maybe we never do this other event because, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) but making that self-love expression will make all the difference in how you approach the holiday. And you'll find that these people that you are so worried about, are excited that you expressed your love for them. They also are excited that you did the thing that was best for you. 
Okay. Now I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you and I agree with you 100%. And I don't know if you can hear my listeners, but they're all screaming right now about, but, but my mother guilts me or my mother-in-law guilts me or my kids guilt me or somebody, you know, it's like somebody isn't respectful of my, of my lovingly saying to them, um, can't can't do that. Love you. Have a great time. <laughs> what do you yeah. say to them? And I hear that all the time. I got to tell you, it's, you're you're so absolutely right. I can hear them. I can hear my own mm-hmm. clients when they first start working with me. And one of the things we have to learn is, I, as I pointed out, this is adulting 2.0. Is that learning how to set healthy boundaries are mm-hmm. so important. It's one of the most loving things you can do during the holiday period. And you know, a, a lot of my clients have children and I say, to them, how would you want your your adult child to go forth in life? Would you like to, to have a life of being responding to guilt in such a way that they'd suppress their own happiness or would you want to model for them that adulting does require that we use our big voice mm-hmm. and that able to say, I absolutely love you. I understand how you feel, right? To validate them, to listen, but then to be very clear in a loving way that this is the boundary that I have and I will not be able to do this. And maybe this I can do, you know, compromise is always in there. It's always part of the of the discussion. But when it comes down to having a happy holiday, we're going to have to know how to set boundaries. We're going to have to set an intention. And that's so very important. I sometimes say I set the intention before I set the boundary because mm. I know that I then what is it that I intend to create this holiday season? I, I love that. I love that. And, and the one thing that and I love that you're talking about boundaries, um, because the one thing that is baked into boundary setting is pushback from the other person of it's like, no, no, you can really, you know, it's, I mean, somebody else deciding how you're, you're going to spend your, you know, it's like, well, you can spend two hours here and then you can go do this. And it's like, and you're, and, and you're sitting there going, I don't want to do that. And they're sitting there trying to figure out how to get what they want from you because yeah. they don't like, you know, they, the boundary that you're setting is not what they want you to do. And you just touched on something really important, Leslie. So what we hear in that, right, is that they're trying to control me. And that's mm-hmm. so frustrating. But <laughs> what I tell my clients is that you're also trying to control them. If you're really listening, I don't want to reject your offer or your suggestion because I don't want you to be angry. I don't want you to be upset. Well, mm-hmm. you have every right to be upset. You have every right to be angry, right? So there is this part of us that says, I want to control your emotional response mm-hmm. to me sitting boundaries instead of me just instead of the just saying that here is a boundary that I'm setting in love and you have every right to receive it however best it is for you at this time to allow them the space to be to hear to get upset and then to heal Mm. this is happily ever after is just the beginning on webtalkradio.net I'm Leslie Dorries, and I'm talking about how to get through the holidays with transformation specialist, Dr. Drayvon James. Now, if you struggle with living up to the expectations of others or even your own at this time of year, you're certainly not alone. You may have difficulty setting appropriate boundaries, taking care of yourself or other relationship challenges that dog you all year, but can be extra stressful right now. 
If you want to have a different outcome, I invite you to get in touch and schedule your free, no obligation, five-star relationship session. You can reach me um, by phone at area code 919-924-0463. Again, that's 919-924-0463. Or you can send me an email at leslie, L-E-S-L-I, at foundationscoachingnc.com. That's F-O-U-N-D-A-T-I-O-N-S, coaching, N as in Nancy, C as in charlie.com. And I want to get back to talking about the holidays, setting boundaries, being happy, and all these other wonderful things at the end of the year with Dr. Davon James. So Dr. James, how can someone get through all the chores associated with the holiday? the cooking, the cleaning, the shopping, the wrapping, the traveling, all of that stuff without getting overwhelmed? Oh, Leslie, great question. And I, I tell you, your show, Happily Ever After, is just the beginning. is perfect title for this topic because right when you just said that, the first thing that popped in my mind and should have popped into the minds of your listeners is prioritize. Mm. Prioritize, prioritize, prioritize. And right on the heels of prioritize, we should have heard delegate, delegate, delegate. Why? Because first of all, the season is not about how busy we are, right? Secondly, why start out doing something as the lone ranger when Mm -hmm. the season is about bringing family, friends, and loved ones together? Delegate so that you can do things as a team. It really does take a village to pull off the holiday seasons so that everyone is co-participating, right? So that everyone is getting a deeper, more meaningful relationship. That's what this is about. That's why we're in this season, Mm -hmm. right? to get those deeper, more meaningful relationships with ourselves and with other people. So when we prioritize and we delegate, we end up forming those relationships and we definitely preserve our energy so that we're not worn out and depleted and going into the new year, like dragging ourselves across (laughs) the finish line. (laughs) Okay. So, all right. And how, how do people do that? You know, because, you know, it's, People get into the, you know, the holidays have to be just so, I mean, and and I just kind of laugh because it's like, you know, know, are we carrying on traditions that no longer make sense or are we, you know, or is is one person really, you know, I, I, I think of like being a pack mule, just carrying all the responsibility for the holidays. How do, how do people delegate? Well, you know, and here is the thing, and it is about relationship, right? Setting that that intention. If you can't get away from that, it's so very important. And I do train when I work with my clients that until we know what we intend to create, we'll continue to spin around in chaos, right? So setting that intention, this is what I intend to create in the holiday season. Hopefully that's going to be some deeper self-awareness and Uh some deeper, more meaningful relationships, which means that I'm going to spend some time with myself, getting to know myself, and I'm going to get, spend some time with some family, friends, and loved ones getting to know them. So may, maybe here's a great idea that I do is getting together with those people that I intend to celebrate and saying, hey, what is it that we want to create this year? How are we going to have that and have harmony around that? Right? Having that discussion openly, not feeling like I need to be pulled in several, we talked about that earlier, being pulled in several different directions and being split in half. Mm-hmm. No, this is how we're going to do this is in wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing bro- broken. We're going to come to this. We're going to have a, a, 
of open, transparent discussion about it, and then we're going to create something beautiful together. Letting letting in-laws know, hey, you know, we got you living on this side of town. We got somebody else from 45 minutes across town. Not going to be able to do all that in the same weekend or even the same week this year because of work obligations, all these other obligations. How about we do this? Uh-huh. Having those open discussions, it really helps the relationships grow. Opening up, being vulnerable, but setting that intention. What is my intention this holiday season? Is it to have more deeper, meaningful relationships? And if it is, we know that food is not necessary for that to happen. Uh Shopping is not necessary for that to happen. Having that openness, transparency is necessary. You know, so really set that intention. I think that's how we'll end up not having to drag ourselves across the finish line. (laughs) I love that. And so what do we do um, if, because I know that a lot of people want everybody else to be happy, which is a great goal, but unfortunately the only person's happiness we can actually control is our own. So what do we, what do we do with the curmudgeons? What do we do with the people who maybe you know, maybe they're not feeling well, whether that's a, whether they're not feeling well emotionally, men- mentally, physically, spiritually. I mean, you know, you, the, you, the, the pressure to make everything perfect, which, of course, that's, you know, the, the minute you start trying for perfection, something is going to go wrong. <laughs> um, but but how do we how do we just I, I think you said it before about being in the moment and being mindful. But th- this is. A practice, and by the way, you're, you're, several of my guests have talked about being mindful. How do we do that? Oh, I love this question too, because and it goes back to control. We don't hear it so often because our intentions, we think, are. Whenever I set an intention to change your mood, right? Mm. That's me trying to control you, right? Uh-huh. And we and we know we talked about that earlier, right? We don't want people to control us and say, "Hey, I got an idea on how you can do it all." We're like, "Wait a second, <laughs> you don't you don't know my energy level. You don't mm-hmm. know you can't." Right? So that's we have to give that afford that same respect and love to the person who we think is unhappy. Is say you know extend ourselves and say here. This I would love. I did this for you. Whatever. Let's say we baked the cake. Uh-huh. I baked this cake for you because it made me happy to do this for you. Uh-huh. Now I don't have to. I I don't command that it make you happy, right? Uh-huh. So I'm constantly and checking in with how would I want to be received uh-huh. if I showed up to the holiday party in not the best of moods. I want to know that I that it was still okay for me to be there. Uh-huh. That I was still loved. Uh-huh. That I didn't have to. I didn't have to put on a happy face. That I was still loved and appreciated, just the way that I was. People want that. That it's okay. I'm here if you want to talk. I'm. I'm here for you. But I don't demand that my gift, my dinner, my presence change your the way that you are. Uh-huh. And that so- takes a lot of pressure off of us. So it's really about managing ourselves and giving other people permission to manage themselves. I couldn't have said it any better, Leslie. It's that. It's totally about managing yourself and allowing the other person the respect, the love, the opportunity to manage themselves. And just hearing you say that, it's so freeing. You mean all I have to do is manage me? I like it. I should be able to do that. Uh, it's, it's actually, it's, you know, it, 
I think a lot of people don't do it because they think it's easier to try to manage other people than to deal with their own stuff, which been there, done that, it you know, it um, is, it is, <laughs> you know, especially, you know, because, because we, you know, we do love these people. We do want them to have good experiences, but you know, it's, but sometimes by our putting pressure on them, that actually tends to make the situation, whoever is not feeling particularly terrific at that point in time, even worse. Um, so here's a big question that really is in reference to um, you know, my focus because I'm very much relationship focused. And one of the things that gets a little crazed um, around the holidays is our relationship with our significant other. So how can couples stay connected and grounded with all of the holiday expectations and events and stuff you know, that comes along with this? Oh, and, and I would just want to just piggyback on one second. You said that people have this intention or this thought that it's easier to manage your your good time, your behavior, your happiness than it is to manage your own. Mm-hmm. And we do. We That is how we go into it. But know that we can never do that. We don't mm-hmm. know all of the, even if it's a relationship you've been together 50 years, you still don't know all of the thoughts that are running through that person's mind or the, the feelings at that particular moment. So really staying in our own wheelhouse and saying that this is where I have total knowledge of me. And if I don't, I need to spend some more time finding out some more uh-huh. self-awareness. But talking about how to how to have a great holiday season with your significant other, again, open communication, vulnerability. What is it that I want to create this holiday season? What is it that you want to create this holiday season? Just hearing that and allowing for the space and 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 allowing for the possibility that you may not have the same intention for the holiday season. Mm. I uh, have a client who holiday, Thanksgiving holiday, she wanted to stay in the bed and watch (laughs) movies. Her significant other wanted to go, you know, from house to house. And so coming to a compromise, saying, here's what I need in order to feel whole and complete and happy during this holiday season. And what do you need? And really coming to a compromise and that suits both of you, you know, relationship is of course about give and take but really owning what you feel and respecting what the other person feels and then talking it out and saying this is what we can do together make this finding that space and and I think that is going to create really what the holiday season is about deeper more meaningful relationships when you can show up as your true self without fear of guilt or shame or condemnation mm-hmm. Yeah, the guilt, shame, and condemnation are do not belong in the holiday season. But sometimes I think they're like you know the three ghosts of of a Christmas Carol, right? <laughs> yeah, <Yes, thank> <laughs> you know these things that are just there, and you know I mean, and it, it's it's something that I've talked about um, with with parents. It's it's sort of like the more the more you you are confident might not be the right word, but, but okay with the decision you're making, the kids will be okay with it. Cause you're just going to go, well, this is what we're going to do. And they, and you do it with such, you know, calmness and, and, and certainty that they just go, oh, okay, that's what we're going to do. Right. Um, and I think that you can do that no matter when, but, but it's that, it's that first it being okay with you, which you know, we keep, we, we, this seems to be the, the, the place we just keep going right back to, which of course you and I both know is where all of the answers are. Um, 
but you know, to figure out what is the worst thing about you know, not doing the traditional thing. I mean, I remember I had a client years ago and she had major abdominal surgery at the beginning of December. And, you know, and, and she was, she was talking about, you know, that they'd always spent Christmas at the, at the mother-in-law's house. And so this was the Christmas where her husband's brothers were coming in. So, I mean, she's talking about this and I'm going, you just had major surgery. This would be the one year that, you, you know, but she felt, I mean, and she goes, well, I can't disappoint his mother. Now the husband wasn't, you know, the husband was like, she's crazy. We don't need to be going, <laughs> but she just had this guilt. And it was like, whoa, you know, it was like, it's okay because to, to stay home and take care of yourself and not do this crazy traveling. I mean, cause this was like, she's going to have to be in the car for 15 hours. I mean, some crazy thing. And I'm just like going, let it go. And, and she struggled with that so much. Yeah. And I, you know, and I, and I hear that a lot too. And I always ask clients when I'm working with them and that's their, you know, this sacrificing spirit that is beyond, right. You know, that's mm-hmm. something that's really big. And, and what I know at the root of that is something really that you're getting for yourself. So this is what you need in order to feel validated, to feel needed mm-hmm. or to feel a, a part of this so then accept that. Right. Accept that you're really not going for the other person. <laughs> you're going because it, you will feel that if you do not go somewhere in your brain, you will feel that I am not a part of this. I am not. So you've got to deal with that and say, okay, and I'm just going to use that example because I think it's uh-huh. so beautiful. You've had major surgery. Everyone who loves you wants you to stay home and heal. Yeah, they want to send you hugs and kisses. They want you to. They want to know that you're okay. But you show up because you feel as though to not be there means to be out of sight, out of mind, out of love, out of fellowship, mm-hmm. out of connection. And we desire connection. So feeding that part of ourselves and standing in that space for ourselves and saying the most important earthly relationship is the relationship to self honoring that and every other earthly relationship is going to be built on that foundation when you first say that I am so happy in me mm-hmm. with me right and you find that happiness there you're able to set those boundaries you're able to enjoy your company people fear these things and they come and it really comes out in the holidays we run ourselves mm-hmm. ragged if you did you know you, I have clients who, who will get upset they'll say I can't do another thing this holiday season but they'll be so angry if they didn't get an invitation to that particular holiday party <laughs> that they, they couldn't go to anyway right well I mean and and you know and I do think that you know we we do tend to lose sight about why we why we're doing this right it's it's you know, the idea of of spending time with loved ones. And in most cases, they don't really care what you're doing. I mean, you know, it's like we're we're being with people, maybe the people that we love and care about that, you know, it doesn't matter whether they have the latest toy or we get our partner the perfect gift. Um, You know, and again, if, if, if people do struggle with these things, um, which, which a lot of people do, um, it's you know going going inside and figuring out where that where that struggle is coming from because you know as, as you've talked about this and and I I keep hearing this word and you're gonna you're gonna recognize it when I say it about that if I take care of myself if I set boundaries then aren't I being selfish? 
Oh, I love the word selfish. I have to tell you, I do. Um, Self-care is Mm -hmm. the foundation from which all of your love comes from, right? So that self-care, we can replace that word care with love, self-love. In order to self-love, you have to have boundaries. And I think we we teach this to our to our toddlers and our small children in our lives, right? Set boundaries, you know, healthy boundaries are important. They create healthy relationships. And then somewhere along the line, we determine that if we if we lessen our boundaries, we'll be more accepted. And so we'll we'll you know, we'll give in here, we'll have what they call drift in our boundaries and then before uh-huh. you know it, they no longer exist. And we've done that because we are afraid this codependent nature in us, that we are afraid that if we say no, if we set a boundary, that we will be isolated and alone. And nothing could be further than the truth because people are attracted, get this, they are attracted to what you just said about children. They're attracted to competence. Mm -hmm. They're attracted to people who know their worth. Right. Not not that you're cocky and arrogant, but that in love, this is as much as I can do along this lines because I do need to get seven or eight hours of sleep or mm-hmm. I can't attend the party because, you know, I can't, I can't stay out past this time or I, I can't eat that. It does look lovely. I have people who eat things and they know, oh, I can't do dairy, but I ate it anyway. Right. <laughs> and then anyway? they're paying, yeah, then they pay for it, right? You know. Right. I said, you, you do realize you're the only person up at midnight with all the <laughs> gastro problems. The host could eat dairy. That's why they made it. Right. It's okay to say, yeah, that looks lovely. I, I, I really can't. And the, and the thing that I want people to understand is they don't have to explain. They don't have to justify. They don't have to defend. You know, it's like, you know, if you, if, if you don't want alcohol, that's okay. Just say no thank you. If you don't want the, the luscious dessert, just say no thank you. It's, you know, people, we don't really need to justify and explain ourseles all the time. Um, it's, yeah, I say, no thank you is the answer and the reason. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, and you know, so so you know this has been so helpful and I and I love that it just all again just keeps coming back to you know, that relationship we have with ourselves and that may be the actual you know and over the years I think I've discovered that that may actually be the hardest one to develop. <laughs> um, it really is. Because we can't really lie to ourselves, right? Self, that self-love, that self-relationship, self-awareness is the hardest thing to do. And we run away from it, but it is the most gratifying. Well, Drayvon, Dr. James, thank you so much for being on the show and talking about this is really important topic. And hopefully people will, will take all of this away. But can you share where they can learn more about you? Absolutely. So if you visit my website, which is www dot doctor and that's just dr dr drayvon james.com you'll find out everything there is to find out about me my radio program and you'll get some wonderful free giveaways right now we're doing a giveaway on self-esteem and self-confidence we've been talking a lot about that today mm-hmm. and so if you click on that you'll get a free tips on how to improve your self-esteem how to improve your self-confidence right there and yeah that's where you can find out everything my radio program where i'm going to be speaking if you would like to Find out more about my coaching program. I, I teach how to use leadership skills to improve every aspect of your life, personal and professional. Well, I love it. And what I want to tell people is the holidays don't have to get you and your partner off track. As you've heard today, you have more control over what you do and how you feel than you might believe. So I invite you to take a breath. 
make a plan so you don't get overwhelmed and focus on those things that make you feel loved, make you feel connected and make you remember what it is you're actually celebrating. And hopefully one of those things that you will do is to continue listening to this show. And until next week, stay loving. Stay loving.